What's the hashtag? Hey guys, <laughs> what's the hashtag? <laughs> what's the this hashtag? Is, welcome to hashtag the patch. Hashtag yeah. the patch. Where you can follow along live and tweet with us at hashtag the patch. Just tweet the hashtag hashtag the patch. Um, this episode of the patch is brought to you by Casper and Movement Watches, and we'll be talking about them a little bit later. And hashtags. And hashtags. <laughs> always and hashtags. Ha- it's always brought to you by hashtags. Movement. Watches creator of wonderful hashtags. Bernie and I blend into these chairs. You guys do. You guys <laughs> like fully disappear. So um, I'm Ashley. I'm Bernie Burns. I'm Mika Burton. So and we've got um, we've got an empty chair because that chair is going to be a special chair. <laughs> it's going to be a chair that we ask other people up to. What was the political rally where the guy talked to the empty chair? Was it Clint Eastwood talking to President Obama in the empty chair? I'm sorry. What is that? Where he screamed this at goats? Is, yeah. That was right. What. You never what, saw that speech? What is this? It was Hold the on, Republican you know, National Convention, and Clint Eastwood got up, and he directed his entire speech towards an empty chair that was supposed to represent President Obama. And it's, it's, hmm. it's, uh, often, it. it's often lampooned. But uh, it was never aired? That's totally sane. It was aired. They just never said that he was talking to Obama until afterwards. Oh. So it was just kind of like, oh. He was oh. just talking to an empty chair. He was doing, he was doing an actor thing. <laughs> he was addressing He was doing a Clint chair. Eastwood thing. So we'd like to welcome <laughs> President Obama to the patch. Thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us, President Obama. Huge Overwatch fan, yeah. President Obama. Likes the, likes the video games. I also, said Obama yeah. like Gavin did. I said also Obama. Also gets to Obama. see uh, Game of Thrones early sometimes. Is that right. true? We're, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, right. Good Abuse. to be president. What? Listen, That's the only chair. reason to be president. <laughs> you have to watch Game of Thrones when we all watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. You gotta Sickening. wait. Or you us. gotta leak it to us. Anyway, we should talk. We're video games podcast. Yes. Um, sorry, Bernie gets here and I get all sidetracked with like weird sorry. stories of sorry. the, of the internet. Um, but we're here talking about video games. Gus is at PAX. Adam's at PAX. Um, Ryan's doing, I don't know, some Achievement Hunter thingies. Yes, so. We're uh, going to mix it up a little bit this week. We are going to establish a topic of the week. And the topic this week, and this is a hot button issue right now, is video game refunds. Uh-oh. So um, video games are becoming more and more Why? What could have caused this topic for discussion? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so video, video games have been going more and more digital, which is really good in a lot of ways. Right? It's super convenient right. because you have it wherever you go all you do is just like log to point in. out when we started the patch i was run off the patch i didn't run you off the patch the audience ran me off the patch because i said that all games were moving to digital and they were just you don't know what you're talking about bernie here we are yep. i'm back and I'm and all games <laughs> are moving to digital according <laughs> he, to bernie he's back so. and he's here for blood <laughs> uh but yeah, it's like, so digital is great in that you can get to your games anywhere. Like, it's tied to an account. So as right. long as you can access your account, you can access your games. As long as then, of course, the companies through which you access the games don't go bankrupt. Mm. That's an issue we have yet to, like, really deal with. But it's possible. That'll right? come. Yeah. That'll come. But uh, for now, the big issue is that you don't have something physical you can take back. Right. To a store with digital games. Or and resell if you want to do that. Or resell. That's another big thing. Uh, so, like, once you buy it, that's it. Uh, so, there are, you know, there are, like, there are people who buy physical. In fact, we're going to, I'm going to get Eddie on here in a little bit because he buys physical games specifically so he can resell them later. Mm-hmm. That's like a whole aspect to commerce that I just don't participate in. I'm really bad at it. Like cell phones and all that stuff. I never sell it back. I'm leaving money on the table. I know that I am, but I just don't do it. I don't even return clothes I buy online that then don't fit. I accidentally bought two copies of a stormtrooper, like a floral stormtrooper tank top. Uh Well, you can never have too many floral stormtrooper tank tops. Two floral stormtrooper tank tops. Oh, yeah. Fuck if I'm sending that back. I have a pair of shoes that are just too big, but I just didn't feel like returning them. So they're just sitting there. Yeah, I'll grow into them. My feet will get bigger. Someday. And it's just, they're just sitting there. They're a cute pair of expensive shoes and they're taking up space. It's probably the number one reason why I don't buy clothes online. I buy almost anything online. That's not true. He buys clothes online. I do. I do buy some. He buys so many clothes online. Get something that I know fits, and I buy eight of them. All right, there you go. He so. does. That's that is a thing that happens. Um, so, big lately. debate. The big debate on Twitter. Big already, debate. By the, way. the the majority oh, of people still buy physical. I, I listen. I know that, but the trend is towards digital. Why though? Saying. I don't well, understand the point of physical. Unless copies. if you're, but like the selling it back is a big. PC is an example though. It is okay. so hard to find PC games physically now. Wait, those exist. Exactly. Like you go into any store and their PC section is just a rack of Steam cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and well, Roller Coaster Tycoon. And Roller Coaster Tycoon. Well, yes. you think about games like, I mean, one of the biggest games in the last few years was Minecraft. It got big enough to the point where they started to make, I remember when they mocked up a physical version of Minecraft, it seemed silly, you mm-hmm. know? And But then when it went to consoles, it 
you know, became a physical product because there's always a physical product to match the digital. There usually is. But on Steam, most of the games that I play these days are will never find their way to physical or retail. They're just not going to do that. No, yeah. likewise. And also, I'm... Although a paper, Papers, Please Collector's Edition... Gus would buy that in a heartbeat. Uh, he absolutely comes with his own stamp. But he's not buying a physical copy at that point. He's buying all of the other stuff. Exactly. Right. That's like, the only reason I buy, you know, physical copies is if they're collectors or if there's something exclusive. But if it's just the game, what's the point? I actually bought a, uh, and this is going to uh, tie into the ongoing subject. I bought a collector's edition of No Man's Sky. Like, uh, it was I'm like so this sorry. I'm not sorry. It was a super, um, like, super elaborate. It comes with a like handmade metal cast ship. Okay, that's cool. And I don't have it yet. It doesn't come until like Q4. But <laughs> I got yeah. the game code. So I got this collector's right. edition. It was still a digital copy of the game. It was still hmm. a code that I redeemed on Steam to get the game itself. Uh, and Is Ryan's Twitter handle, by the way, Ryan the Twit? Ryan the yes. Twit, yes. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so if you want to harass him, I think that's a great idea. Talking mad shit. Tell him he's all missing out because he is. <laughs> Uh, especially like as uh, the PC brethren, I did not know for a long time. By the way, that he oh, was there's your ship. Th oh, that's, my that's ship. pretty. You know what it looks like? Great. It looks like the Battlestar Galactica I Viper. Know. Well, that's because that's what the pre-order ship was. Okay, the pre-order ship was a very like Battlestar Galactica looking thing, which it's was really awful. pretty ship. The old school one. It's come with stickers too. Yeah, and it's um, <laughs> Whoa, stickers. Oh, stickers. I like stickers. <laughs> I like that the base is the Atlas. Yeah, that's awesome. Don't know what so, the, the Atlas is. Yeah, of course. I know. You've, you've been resisting. My Not life. resisting. So I've actively been playing, avoiding No Man's Sky. I've been playing. Um, JD has been playing. Teddy's been playing. So there's mm -hmm. been a ring of us playing No Man's Sky around Bernie, who's sitting there playing Fallout Shelter. That's true. Is that just because you're stubborn really, or? Oh, I got to go. I got to leave right now and go check my Fallout Shelter. I just No, you now. don't. I like Fallout <laughs> Shelter because it's a game that you can play like two minutes at a time. You load it up, you check on stuff, do this, do that, okay, good, and you leave, and then the game plays while you're not playing it. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, oh, this is actually, um, Scott uh, Key said, uh, made a really good point on Twitter. He says, the trend is all digital, but there are certain products like 3DS games. I really enjoy having the physical copies. Yes. Uh, I would agree with that. I, I definitely Nintendo prefer. in general. Yeah, Only because it's so hard because, to upgrade the memory. Because Nintendo, well, and also because Nintendo's account system is bullshit. Truth. Also, their storage system is bullshit because it's still like that arbitrary blocks or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that yeah. the way they do it? I hate that. I hate when they make something like that, like they obfuscate it from you. Yeah, I the, can't stand it. The day I got my Wii U and I got Super Smash Brothers, I couldn't play it because I bought, I wanted to buy Super Smash Brothers, but I didn't get the actual copy. I had to go out to Staples and get a fucking flash drive to put into my Wii U so I could play Super Smash Brothers because the game was so big, it just wouldn't fit. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. So I've never bought digital Nintendo games. Yeah, even like the biggest Wii U, like or even like this, the biggest Wii U that you could get was mm -hmm. what, 32 gigabytes? Like less than an iPhone. Yeah, I think, no, I think you're right. Like yeah. That. It's yeah, not. less than an iPhone. Yeah. yeah. So there are some places where physical still rules, but PC is not one of those places. No. Uh, and that's been a big issue with No Man's Sky recently. Yeah. So I don't know um, Well, console, you can go mostly digital as well. You can. The new uh, Xbox S, the slim Xbox or whatever they call it, yeah, one S. Uh, that's got a two terabyte drive in it. That's Hell meant yeah, to make it. Does. it in, Whoa! I yeah. know, right? The limited one does. They're, they're, they've made it very clear they're going to stop selling a two terabyte one pretty soon. Yeah, that's like they, they made the ones they made, and then they're like, once they're sold out, that's it. You'll have to get like the special edition ones mm -hmm. to get the two terabyte one after that. And we, we're that's on physical versus cool. digital, but I just want to point out we're yes. such a digital household that we have an Xbox that every time I load it up, it said, hey, welcome, Bernie. Uh, do you want to play Rock Band? I'm like, this. Xbox thinks I want to play Rock Band all the time. What the hell? <laughs> For like a year, it was like that. I was and I was looking online. How do I get rid of this in my history that I played Rock Band? Because this one Xbox always thinks I want to play Rock Band. It's because there was a disc in the drive. <laughs> there was a Rock Band <laughs> disc, and I just never swapped the disc out. So it's like one day I was like, oh, and I hit eject. Now it comes Rock Band. I go, that's the problem. Solved so, it. Yeah, that's it's hilarious. Been, been great ever since. You it, so happy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I really have to be reminded how shitty I am at singing in Rock Band. So, yeah. Um, so No Man's Sky. Yeah. Um, this last weekend, it sort of blew up into a thing. People have been disappointed with the game since it came out. Um, I, I've been one of those people. I've been, I've been giving the game a pretty hard time because it's not what was sold. Mm -hmm. That hasn't stopped me playing it. I've played it a ton. I've played it like 40 hours at this point. Wow. Uh, and so I am enjoying the game for what it is, but I acknowledge that it's not the game I thought it was going to be. What's the window for that? Because it used to be people for way too long expressed outrage on launch day, like Diablo 3 is what I think about. The, and whatever the error code is, 
that says oh, server yeah. busy, which was, and everyone kept talking about that error code for Diablo. 37. Di- error code 37. <laughs> oh, I, didn't even, I didn't even have to finish typing that in. It was like Diablo E and it goes error 37. Yeah. <laughs> Google and, knows. And everyone kept, Google knows our error 37 became like a meme. Right. And I think it's actually interesting because when another major online franchise launched Destiny, they had multiple error codes. They had like silly names like Raspberry. And then it was like Badger. I get Badger a lot on right. Destiny. It's like rabbits. But it wasn't stuff. one that somebody's getting over and over again. Like everyone nope. in the world is getting. And I think probably it's because of stuff like that. But then it makes you even more furious because you're like fucking Badger. Like who, what does that even mean? Right. And you're just mad about it. Yeah. Fucking pineapple. <laughs> How dare you fuck up my game. Uh, but it was, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like people were very outraged when a game would come out and day one wouldn't work. I have now come to expect that because launching an oh, online yeah. product is very hard. Now I feel like there's a window which people are like, all right, get this stuff fixed by this date. Like No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. People were mad, but then they got furious after about a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the big problems. Pokemon Go is another good example of that. Ooh. It is. Yeah. Um, uh, another, hold on. Um, I'm going to mute this. I had a friend who was playing Pokemon Go. He went deep right away. Like he bought the uh, t-shirts for his team. Uh, he had funny parody t-shirts of Pokemon Go. He was posting in like the subreddit for Austin for Pokemon Go. This is Aaron, isn't it? It was Aaron. Aaron yeah. <laughs> Literally a week and a half later, he's on Facebook going, here's how you can get a refund for everything you've spent on Pokemon Go. Here's yeah. how you go about doing it. And now he, he just, it's like there's such a fast turn now between the massive buildup and then the teardown. But see, yeah, that's Pokemon. what happened to me with Pokemon Go. Like, I have my phone case right now is a Team Valor phone case. Like, I, we all went really hard for it. But right. I think once it started letting me down, I didn't get that angry to the point where I was like, I want a refund. Because, you know, I spent the money when I was hyped for it, whatever. I don't really care. But now I'm just saddened. It's less of like a rage. It's more of a disappointment. Like when your parents are mad. It's like you had so much potential. Yeah. But um, Pokemon Go was the the other big game recently that this happened with where people suddenly were like, they were into it, into it, and then refunds. Right. I must have this. Like, And it's not refunds even because they didn't spend time playing the game because a lot of the refunds... Um, like for Pokemon Go, it's like people would buy a bunch of stuff because they're super into it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like there were server outages and all that sort of stuff. Can you imagine like dropping a lure and then the server's out and you just wasted money? Yeah. That's, that kind of stuff was an issue. But it ended up being more that people just decided later. They spent the money. This, this was, a, it was one of those, it's a microtransaction. It's no refunds. Mm-hmm. You buy eggs or coins or whatever. And there was a lot of people who probably spent as much buying poker coins as they did spending on something like a retail version of No Man's Sky. Absolutely. Yeah. And then they decided afterwards... I mean, I, I didn't. I, I, I got my money the hard way. <laughs> sure. I took so many gyms. He didn't. I didn't. <laughs> it's always so embarrassing when you make that like okay I'm gonna uh, you see the microtransaction you're like no way I'm not like, doing that like I'm not gonna be that guy yeah, I the broke the we, second day you like you almost like take your phone and hide it you're like alright I'll do a thousand Pokemon that's, that seems like a bargain I was so embarrassed I like, was actually okay with it because I was having a good enough time and I'm like this game is like I don't feel bad giving this game money I'm spending right. time denial. I'm enjoying that's loser myself talk right there. yeah no I was embarrassed Andy looks at me because nah. I was like putting lures up and he was like how did you how did you get those i was like i spent ten dollars <laughs> i spent ten dollars he's like you fucking did and i was like i'm i'm sorry i spent ten dollars it is amazing though people will get upset with you for spending money on a video game like in oh, that yeah. regard it's like you know it's you could buy a hundred and eighty dollar collector's edition of assassin's creed with a little maquette of the assassin but if you spend five bucks in a mobile game people are like what's wrong with you what are you it's doing almost with your like life? a like it's race to the bottom with mobile games stuff like that. If a game is free, you get a furious at the very idea that the thing could be worth money. True, and, <laughs> and part of that is because of pay to win mechanics. You don't want to feel like in order to have a chance at playing the game, it's going to cost money. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel bad about dropping money on microtransactions. I was ever. thinking about this, but the I would other day. also never go. For a refund. I'm not going to go to yeah. Apple or go to Google and say, I've changed my mind. <laughs> I liked this game and now I don't like this game and I'm mad at it and I want my money back. That's not the way that works. Really? You don't think so? I no. completely agree with Ashley. Like, that's what baffles me about these people that you're saying that demanded refunds post buying it and then it didn't work and they're like, oh, well, now I'm mad. It's like, you can't, you can't do that. You can't buy a pair of shoes, get the money 
come back and be like, I don't like them anymore. Yeah, you don't Take get them to, back. You don't get to wear them for a week and then decide that you don't like exactly. them. Exactly. You put them on, realize they're too big, and then take them back. You don't wear them around. Just be like, no, no, just in case. No, wait, just in case. Wait, I'm not quite sure yet. Actually, I don't like them. Like that's so entitled, and that's what furiates me about people playing No Man's Sky for 40 hours and going. Actually, no, I demand a refund. Try 100 plus. No. There are people actually, so we did a story about it on the no. Can I give um, another example oh outside of the yes. designer shoes model? I never is, said designer, Bernie. Well, you said fan, you said shoes you're fun for. <laughs> I'm assuming you're not, whatever, like kids not, or whatever. Not from Payless. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hush puppies. <laughs> the, um, but, you know, if you take a look at the community of people that play video games and are enthusiastic about games, that crosses over very much with, like, for instance, people who go to see sci-fi movies and comic book movies. I never heard an outrage where people were like, here's how you get your money back for Phantom Menace. But people <laughs> hated that movie. Like, I don't know. People will say, look, the movie did poorly. Ha 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 for Matrix 3 or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I never, I have never thought I've walked out of a movie. And I know it's a totally different price point. But it is two hours of my time as well that I sat there through the thing. And it's like, that was a terrible movie. And it's like, we talked about this when uh, we were releasing Laser Team in theaters. The way that people go about judging movies is totally different than everything else. But it's right in line with those things in terms of content. And it's like, if someone spends 10 bucks and, and then spends, or 20 bucks now and spends two hours in a movie theater, they'll walk out and they go, what do you think of the movie? It's like, ah, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's like, are you going to get a refund? It's like, no, it's a bad movie. Yeah, you know, exactly. And they just, right. and they just walk away. Yeah. You like that? You like you? You made a bad choice. No, I, <laughs> there are people who will go to the box office and they hey, will Bernie, complain. Hey, Bernie, nice mug. Thank you. I got Ashley this mug when I was in Japan with Gavin. I love it's this my chibi sumos. There, and there are people. And I'm sure people on Twitter are saying this right now. There are people that will go to the box office uh, that will say that was terrible. I want a refund, and they'll get passes to other movies. That's the way that works. Right. Sometimes, but sometimes the theater will go. Why did you stay for the whole thing? That, that yeah. is definitely if the exception. Stay, that if you stay the for the whole thing, if you play a hundred hours of No Man's Sky, you don't need a refund at that point. No, you might be mad, but that's not the way that works. That's also your choice to sink a hundred hours into the game. So, like, that's a lot. That's like the, a, a big issue has been coming up. So, people have been getting refunds on Steam for No Man's Sky, even if they've played more than two hours. It's, okay. Uh, the standard policy on Steam is 14 days and less than two hours of playtime, which basically gives you enough time to know if a game is technically completely not even working. But that's about all the two hours will get you in a lot of games. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's not quite right. They do make exceptions and they've been making a lot of exceptions because according to Steam spy stats in like over the course of three days, no Man's Sky ownership dropped by like 30,000 people. Whole Ownership? Yeah. So that's the total number of owners of No Man's Sky on Steam. 30, so it dropped 30,000 people got refunds, essentially. Yeah. And that's, that's at incredible. least 30,000. Because if you imagine more people are still buying the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30,000 more people. That's the net. Refund it. That's the net. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's crazy. Wow. So they make exceptions, but it's like submitting, you have to submit a ticket and go through another sort of process. It's not an automated, give me my money back. Mm -hmm. But regardless, people have been doing it for No Man's Sky in particular. Like people have got a real hard on for teaching Hello Games a lesson. Yeah. Let me, t there's a dark side to this though. And I do believe that consumers should be protected. And especially people where they're choosing if they're gonna spend $60 on this game or $60 on this game. Those are huge purchasing decisions for a lot of people to make those. I mean, it might be the only game they could buy that month, maybe the only game they could buy in three months. And if they get something that's over, uh, under delivers on huge promises, you know, which I think was kind of honestly predicted by a lot of people that yeah. that was going to happen. Uh, you know, they'll be upset about it and they should be able to get their money back. But let me talk about what I see is co could be a dark side of okay. like this, the refund culture with video games is we also don't want video game developers, all video game developers to start making games that try to please everybody. Right? Mm. Like I, we're all mad at no man's sky. I haven't played it, but everyone's mad at no <laughs> man's sky. Mad. He's still mad. I'm no furious man's about no man's sky. The Atlas thing. I was wed. Not at all what I expected. <laughs> uh, it's every, every world looks like a rainbow. As far as I can tell from this game, I've been actively avoiding because I think I would get addicted to it. But let me, let me give you another example of a game that is very beloved uh, that could fall prey to something like this. You take a franchise like Dark Souls. Right. If you give, if someone goes out and buys Dark Souls now, and after a week they're like, this game's so fucking hard. You know, it's, it's terrible. I'm having a terrible experience because I'm getting my ass kicked all the time. And then they want a refund for Dark Souls. You'd be like, well, you, well, you everyone knows Souls. you bought this Dark Souls. Is. Right. It's like that. But you don't want to create an environment in which suddenly 
uh, publishers are getting hammered with refunds and then developers are being forced to make games that just make everybody happy that deliver the happy win experience to everybody right because then you don't get so, games like dark souls they're dumbed down to be so inoffensive that, that like no risky. one can everyone no one can have a problem with them they're less risky yeah. i would argue you you might not games get games like the witcher as well yeah. you know mm -hmm. because it's like a mom's like i want a refund because there were boobs in this and my kids saw boobs yeah. and toes <laughs> i demand refunds for boobs yeah god and you know i mean i, I don't like it but it's kind of the culture of video games now. It's like a, probably everybody would have returned GTA after they finished yeah. the campaign and they got into GTA Online and the heists were so delayed. And it was like, remember how furious everyone was about that? Yeah. They would have all the returned heists GTA. They weren't there on launch day and then they weren't there for an entire year after that. Right. Yeah. And, and heists now, were so important. What is it? Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 3 because they didn't like the ending. People got upset about the ending and suddenly that invalidated the entire game experience. And that's Cole yelling that off there. That's a great thing because yeah. that's a yeah. narrative thing like, like Phantom Menace. Yeah, so we actually we set up um, we set up a sidecar, so we're gonna pull you guys on because um, Peyton actually first we'll go with Peyton because he has a No Man's Sky specific story. Mm -hmm. Peyton is he going sidecar? Is he going this chair? He's going, this is our sidecar. Oh, I got you. See, we're we're doing a magical sidecar thing. Oh crap! I failed in my one duty. Oh uh, no, you're fine. Aww. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna just like it's it's you know what? We're off the rails. <gasps> I can still see it. I want a refund. This is my <laughs> <laughs> this is my shame. I'm so sorry. So Peyton. You returned No Man's Sky, but yours was different. Yours was not on Steam. No, um, I bought the game on PlayStation 4 when it came out. Um, and I played it for six-ish hours, I guess. There you go. Okay. Um, How far would you say you got? You uh, got off the first planet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hopped a few planets, got some upgrades. Um, but like it very quickly became apparent that this was not the game that I thought it was going to be. Um, and so I stopped playing it in like the first week. And I just like let it be, because um, I mean the whole the whole story is like PlayStation really doesn't give refunds, so I was just like, oh whatever, like I'll eat that sixty bucks, like whatever. And um, and then I saw that story, and so I tried to talk to PlayStation support and get a refund, and they were like, I didn't lie or anything. I didn't like some people were saying like, oh I'm gonna tell them like it's crashing and stuff. I didn't do any of that. I just said it's not the game that I thought it was gonna be. Uh, based on the advertising, and they're like, okay. And you talked to someone, right? Yeah, I, I did the like live support chat thing. Hmm. And they gave it back, but they didn't give you, they didn't refund the money. No, yeah, they gave me store credit. But, okay. I mean. But you still have it to spend on another game. Right. So you were able to get it after six hours. Yes. And you like you feel like that's fair. You realized very early on in the yeah, game I, you I weren't going to complete it. Yeah, like I, I hit a point where I was like, this is, like I kept playing. I, I didn't, my initial impression was not good. I didn't like it. But I kept playing for a little bit more, like hoping maybe like something might click. But as soon as it became clear that it wasn't, I just was like, okay, I don't want to spend any more time on this and just stop playing. Yeah, that's been, I think, the that people went up to like 15 hours, I think, with that sort of thing. Like I was hoping that something was going to change, like it was going to break through mm -hmm. a barrier, like some ceiling, and then it was going to get awesome and never, never did. So there were some people that I could see up to like... With No Man's Sky in particular, like 10, 15 hours even, potentially refunding, what would you feel like was fair for that game? Do you feel like six hours, perfectly fair evaluation time? I mean, yeah. And I think, obviously, I don't think 100 hours is reasonable. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I think it might be different points for different people. But just, like, once it becomes apparent that that's not the game that you want to be playing, and that's not the game you were sold, rather, then I think that's, like, a reasonable time to to request a refund i guess so i only played it for three can i get my money back probably because like seriously yo you gotta i mean <laughs> i'm not i'm not a fan of no comments why are you returning the game seriously seriously yo. Seriously, <laughs> yo. seriously bruh yeah, yes apparently it, a lot of the don't even a lot of the refunds were coming down to you talk to someone yeah like the automated system's not doing it it's like submitting tickets on steam talking to someone on psn even amazon was doing it if wow. you talk to like their support yeah. Really crazy. I think I'm going to do it. I don't know. I bought it on PS4 and I took, it, I had to get my PS4 back from repairs. So I, I was waiting. Everybody was like, you're not going to like No Man's Sky. Don't even waste your money. And I was like, you know what? Just like Suicide Squad, I'm not going to make an opinion until I play it myself. And I was optimistic. I popped it in. I had a cup of tea. I got off the first planet and then I just sighed. Then I put my controller down and I was just like, it was literally my exact experience with right? the game. It's just, you, I tried. I really tried. I wanted to go in with an open mind and make my own opinion, but. <sighs> Even the space dinosaurs couldn't make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> did you find space dinosaurs? I did. And it was just weird, and one looked like a mermaid lion, and I just was... Uh, 
Well, at least you skipped the sentient bouncing pineapples. And, and how, <laughs> how, big, how long did you that's, play? That's you said? one of the uh, Like I around found. six or so hours. I, I didn't like clock or anything, but I think I'd say around six. Six hours. hours. Yeah. So it's like you know, if you if you play about six hours, if you know, if just uh, we never put a value on like what our time is either. I mean, your time for six hours is probably worth more than the value paid for the game. You yeah. know, I mean, even if somebody's making minimum wage, you're making about seven fifty an hour. So if you put in ten hours, you're paying seventy five bucks of your own time. And no one's going to go try to get a refund for that, you know. Right. But, I mean, that's a lot of time to invest. If I sat through a 10-hour Phantom Menace, for example, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, my God. George Lucas, I'm suing you. <laughs> that's an interesting way to look at time of, like, minimum wage. Like like what your time is worth? Yeah. yeah. So next time I'm on the phone with my parents for way too long of a time, I'd be like, you just wasted $7.25 of my life. There right. you go. That's a like, minimum you, wage you, in Texas, by the way. This is a part-time job Might now. be different yeah. in your country and or state or yeah. municipality. It usually is. All right. Um, thanks, Peyton. I'm going to read this really quick. Okay, so thanks, thanks to me. Casper for sponsoring this episode of The Patch. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the cost. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. Casper's mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a very fair price. Casper combines two technologies, springy latex foam and supportive memory foam, to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. The breathable design sleeps cool to help you regulate your temperature through the night. You can buy it easily online and completely risk-free. Casper understands the importance of truly trying out a mattress that, in all reality, you spend a third of your life on. Casper offers free delivery and painless returns with a 100-day period so you don't have to lie down in a showroom. Casper offers free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada. Get a Casper for $500 for a twin or $950 for a king-size mattress, which is pretty awesome. Comparing to this two industry averages, that is an outstanding price point. And you can save an additional $50 towards a mattress purchase by going to casper.com patch and entering promo code patch. That's casper.com patch and promo code patch. Terms and conditions do apply. I think we've got one coming. We have a Casper mattress coming? Yeah. I'm so excited. Nice. Yes. I'm gonna, Gus can't make me jealous with his anymore. Are they so you guys can have a mattress fight. I'm down a mattress rabbit hole fight. right now oh, no. with minimum wage. Oh, God. What state oh, no. do you think has the lowest minimum wage in the uh, United States? Wyoming. You've nailed it. What? You serious? nailed it. Wait, what? what? Seriously? I was it's just... two. Wyoming is one of the two, but yeah, you nailed okay, it. Okay, hold on. Uh, Wyoming and... <laughs> what state is the least interesting? Kansas. Oh, my God. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> so it's Wyoming and Georgia. It's uh, th- This is... Their minimum wage is five dollars and fifteen cents an Still? hour. Get oh my god, that's pretty nuts. Really? The highest is uh, the District of Columbia, not a real state. Uh, Ten dollars and fifty cents an hour. Hell yeah! I thought Dram- Georgia's not that going, far from DC. Hasn't it been proposed to go up to like fifteen? Yeah, they keep awesome. talking about like a federal one as well. Yeah. But it's like it's 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 an interesting point to bring up for discussion of like what's the value of people's time, right. and also it's like for. How much time someone has to work in order to purchase a game as well. Like, not just playing it, but how much to purchase a game. You're a person who lived in Australia and suffered through, like, retail prices of video games. 90 bucks to start. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came from. That's your Kansas accent. (laughs) So then why go to Australia? That's... That's horrible. Well, I mean, it's a little so Kansas, everything. Kansas is seven twenty-five an hour. By the way. Everything in Australia costs more. I looked at it as um, I was making a lot more. Okay. Like, ev- and everything costs more. It was just like the cost, cost of living, living for everything across the board was higher. Like, it, cars were more expensive. Apartment was insane. But I also made a lot more than I made here. So there was so like an equal it shift. Ended up like kind of working out for me. But I don't blame Australians for being angry when you just when you do the math and go. This doesn't make sense. This is a digitally delivered product. Why am I paying twice what other people are paying? For reference, the national minimum wage in Australia is currently $17.70. So, whoa. Almost double our highest minimum wage by state and triple what it is in Wyoming and Georgia. Yeah. God, you busted out the, the Wyoming. The only reason I guessed <laughs> Wyoming is because I went, what state do I forget exists? Wyoming. That was like, well... Thanks for watching from Wyoming. Sorry, Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like, you should have just like walked off. God, what's the, what do you think has the lowest minimum wage? Wyoming. Uh, you should have just walked away at that point. <laughs> like, how the fuck did she know that? Just magic. Just magic. 
I yeah. totally assume you didn't read that off my laptop screen too. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> I had no clue what you were looking at. Yeah, but the value of time, it's like it also goes in the price of games when it takes a lot longer for those people to buy that game. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it's like it takes a lot longer to earn the money in Georgia versus California, minimum wage ten dollars, to buy these games, you know? So it's a, it's it's a big investment for a lot of people. It's also an interesting thing though when you look at what different games are. So you can mm-hmm. have No Man's Sky which was billed at least as hundreds of hours of gameplay. It really is kind of a universe sandbox. You just go, you fiddle around, you can do it for as few or as many hours as you want. Or you can have a super tight narrative experience. I just bought um, a few weeks ago, I bought um, Abzu. It was like 15 or 20 bucks. That was a three hour game but it was a super tight experience. Right. And I didn't feel cheated out of my 20 bucks for three hours because I knew what I was getting into with that game. I knew it was going to be a short journey length type of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could get through two thirds of Abzu and return it under Steam's refund policy mm-hmm. with no questions asked. If I had, I mean, and that's three hours was with me kind of like diddling around and getting collectibles and all that kind of stuff. I could have finished the game in two hours and then just refunded it, no questions asked. Whereas with something like No Man's Sky, you're barely getting started in two hours. So it seems like the like that's not the way to measure how something should be refunded. Right. And also refunds tend to be a policy by platform like Steam mm-hmm. or the Xbox store or the PlayStation store. Those, those policies are put in place by that. But there's really you don't really see how it affects the artist. Uh, Music example from another industry, once again, when iTunes launched their music service, they had a three-month free trial. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, that's cool. We can try this out. It's like, I'm not really interested, but I'll, you know, three months, I'll try it. Yeah. Then they revealed the fact that they were just not going to pay the artists for listens that happened or you know views, whatever you want to call it, on a, on a song that happened during the free trial. So it really wasn't Apple's free trial. It was like they were just making the artists foot the bill for the free trial. Mm-hmm. And it's like... But if that person stayed on the service and continued to pay, it's not like, you know, Taylor, Taylor Swift was a big opponent of this. It's not like Taylor Swift owns part of, she's investing in Apple's music service and helping them launch it. It's not like she's, she's an investor in this thing and has any equity in it, you know? So likewise, on a platform where they sell video games, if they have this refund policy to protect the platform, because they want to protect their customers, because the customer will come back and buy another game, yeah, sometimes those can be very aggressive and can damage artists or developers who are making it, especially smaller developers. But yeah. then you also get into um, sometimes publishers actually make exceptions, and this is a perfect opportunity to pull Cole on because Cole had an experience with um, with Batman Arkham. Mm. You, I don't know if, if you guys remember that launch, but the Batman yeah. Arkham oh, it was the Batman Arkham Knight launch was so busted. If I recall correctly, they had frame rate problems that yeah. just made it unplayable. I it was it like Batman PC. Arkham Trash Fire. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, bought it on PC. And pretty much like it downloaded while I was at work all day, got home all day. People just were talking about how um, it was like unplayable frame rate. And like we had, I think we had a no video that had watching Batman trying to fly down off of one Ooh. roof that took like it two minutes for him so to make it watch. down to the ground oh, and no. just stuttering the entire way. And so I was like, I'm not going to put myself through this. So I. His parents could have got killed yeah. like 18 times. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you could have saved them if you weren't stuttering all the time. Uh, but yeah, I went and uh, Steam refund, and I think it went like right back to my PayPal account. Yeah, and so I just went and bought it that night on Xbox, and like I, the one the one thing that I was really upset about was there was like the Harley Quinn DLC that yeah. came if you pre-ordered it, you got it like a month early, and like since I had to rebuy it that day, not as a pre-order, it I didn't get it. But well, that's okay. It was like two minutes. You know, and here, <laughs> here here's the thing: where if the video game industry is going to push pre-orders where they want people to basically tell them how many units are going to be sold to this thing and help them figure out what their retail inventory is, which is the big advantage of pre-orders. If they're going to make so much money from pre-orders, then this is they, they, they are entering into a commitment mm-hmm. that the, everything we're saying about this game and marketing, it's yeah. going to be true. You know? And that, yeah. like, that kind of changed my perspective on the pre-order process. Because mm-hmm. like, I had pre-ordered it like, months in advance. I was like, oh, I'm really excited, and then it crashed. Like, for me, I didn't, like, I didn't hear about No Man's Sky until the week it came out. Like I somehow avoided all the hype, and then uh, one of the editors was like, "Hey, have you are you gonna get No Man's Sky? You gonna go No Man's Sky?" I'm like, "That's not Overwatch." Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's okay. this? And he's like, "You're oh. not Overwatch either." He's like, "Oh, <laughs> it's it's this game that's coming." I'm like, "Oh, what do you do?" And he's like, "I don't know, but it's gonna be awesome." I'm like, yeah. But what? What that, is that it? Was yeah. the, the, that was always the that was like practically the tagline for No Man's Sky. Don't know, gonna be cool. Yeah, and so like I kept <laughs> like everybody kept coming in that week, that day, week of. I was like, "Are you gonna get it? Are you gonna get it?" And I'm like. 
what what is it i don't know but it's gonna be cool it's like right. minecraft in space i'm like but how like how is it minecraft in space why is in there i don't know but get it and then a do week you, later do you think it's a rite of passage though as a consumer for video games and other digital products that you kind of have to go through that experience of getting overhyped and like yeah. throwing yourself into that wave of hype. Like you Avatar have to get the last burned. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the what? Ha- was your little kid until you touch the fire, yeah. you don't respect <laughs> Sorry. it. Right. I mean, what title was that for <laughs> you respect the fire. where you were overhyped for it? And it came out. You're like, what the fuck? What's this? Avatar: The Last Airbender, the movie. I don't know what you're talking about. That doesn't exist. We don't speak of that. Super that was super disappointment. Mm. That was the first Ooh. time I ever left the movie going. That was I bad. don't really yeah. pre-order games. I would say it was yeah. one of the Fable games for you. I mean, Peter Molyneux has a whole reputation. Here's of- the thing. I'm not. I mean, I agree. He's a total overtalker, but I enjoy the Fable games for what they are. Mm-hmm. I just like as long as you. I never listened to anything he had to say. I was like, I was like, John Cleese is my butler. No, that's all, yeah, I need. that's all I need. I'm real estate tycoon. Everyone's <laughs> making me money. You're not gonna return it. Hell no. I like I en- I even enjoyed in Fable Three, which was easily the most panned one. The only one I never got was Fable One because I was like, it can't be a girl. I don't want to marry mm-hmm. a lady. I want to marry. I want to be a lady and marry a dude. So all I right, just like didn't play and scopped it. Let's talk, talk about these it. other I guys. You're it. getting married to. Hey, hey. Feel threatened over here. You should see all the diseases I got. When, <laughs> when, uh, when they, when someone first told me about No Man's Sky, uh, I thought, oh, that sounds cool. It's an exploration game. And then later, when they were telling me like this flowery, like, yeah. oh, it's going to be this, and you, the world invented, the universe invents itself on the fly, and you yeah. go and you find these things. I was like. This is starting to sound a lot like Spore yeah. in good ways and really bad Spore ways. Was a, yeah. Spore was one of those for me. I got Over-promised. it. I was traveling the day it came out, so I had my enormous, I had like the most old, original, like Dell XPS, gigantic traveling gaming laptops in pink. I was a frag doll at the time. Lug top. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. I had it like in an airport. I was all set up like waiting and playing Spore, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And I just like, I... You were just sad. I turned it off and I never played it again. I will yeah. say the one thing I found out about um, No Man's Sky in the time before it came out is that it could take as long as four hours to find your friends. In, in No Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah, they were like, oh, if you spawn on different planets, you could travel for four hours to meet your friend. I was like, I, why is that, is that a selling point? <laughs> like, why would I want to do that? Plus, I, th- like, I remember at another point they said something like, "It'll, it's you know, it's a shared world, yeah. but it's so big that it's unlikely yeah. that you'll ever come across another player." Yeah, and it's I was a shared like, world. You won't come across, and there's only eight like, people then, per server. Like, and yeah. I was like, share "What?" It. Yeah. It wasn't I, it like I, just, I don't want to. Day I mean, one, someone found each other. They found each other, but didn't find each other. So they found each other. They. <laughs> um, uh, someone discovered the same planet that someone else had had been on, okay. and so it was a streamers, two streamers. He contacted the guy, and they arranged to meet. So they went to the same location. It was a it was a base off like this one planet, and they went space. to like this. Hmm. It's like it's the same spot, and couldn't find each other, hmm. just because it's not the way that was. Like everyone was expecting yeah. it to be difficult to meet up with each other, but doable. Not and it turns impossible. out that's just not a thing. So yeah. No Man's Sky is a game wrapped in a web of lies. And that's yeah. w- that's probably one of the things that I think turned the audience on Hello Games mm-hmm. the most was that that was like, I mean, there's, you know, sure your some of your dinosaurs are dumb and not all the planets have cool mm-hmm. grass and whatever. Yeah. But that was the biggest. Was lies. Like, this was supposed yeah. to be in here and it's not. Yeah. And then they just be like, oh, what? Two people found each other already? That's crazy. And then never spoke again. Hmm. It's been like two weeks since Sean Murray hmm. said a word. That's what happened with yeah. uh, Pokemon Go is that shit started hitting the fan and they were zipped. Like we heard nothing yeah. from them to the point that the Twitter like parody of Niantic Labs had more followers on Twitter than like yeah. Niantic Labs itself. Well, it was funny. Like I was following like a Pokemon Go news Twitter that over that time just turned on Pokemon Go. Like, yeah. they should be like, oh, you're not going to respond to this. You're not going to respond to this news source saying that you guys do this. And, like, it went from a super positive delivering the news to everybody to, like, turning on them in an instant. Or, like, over, not an instant, over I, time. Yeah, and that's what yeah. happens, like, and that's why people get so angry is the hand that feeds gets bitten way too much. And that's why people demand the money. Like, I, there are two games that come to mind for me that I wish I got refunds on. Rise, Son of Rome, I think that's that one game. <laughs> I got it when I first got my Xbox. I played it for 20 minutes. So I was like, this is shit. Yeah. Why did I spend my money? It's very much a launch title. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, it was 100%. A, yeah, it was, it was a, launch a launch title. And then um, Sunset Overdrive. I played it for about 20 <gasps> minutes. What? How dare I you? I can't stand that game. I'm How sorry. How dare I'm you? So that sorry. game is a treasure. I love that game. I, I couldn't that do it. That game was it. so much fun. And so this is the thing. It just yeah. wasn't for me. But sure. I 
didn't demand my money back. But like, let's say I was hyped for Sunset Overdrive and like they promised this really cool thing and they're like, it's not there. Of course I'd want my money back. So in a world of pre-orders, how do we fix returns? Because um, Don't pre-order. In fact, <laughs> I think let me slack. I'm going gonna, gonna to pull Eddie on really quick because Eddie has an interesting solution to that. Before I go, I'll say one thing is like, Say your thing. Yeah, uh, I think like one of the problems that with this in particular is the whole give an inch, take a mile. Mm-hmm. Like, the uh, Steam had a very strict policy of like, here's what we want. Like, here's the return policy. And then once they contacted humans, they were like, oh, well, we feel bad. Like, you may have actually gotten cheated out of money. Uh, yeah. We don't want to do that. So let's let's give it like if you stick to it and say no, because to me, like the you brought up the movie um, comparison earlier. There's not like a precedent for people getting money back from a theater. They will like, do it though. They will. will. They'll give you passes to other movies. They'll give you back your yeah. money. Typically, the policy is they give you passes to a future movie. Yeah, but I, like I don't. There's not like a precedent that people. That's a common. Whereas people video games, don't do it. whereas yeah. video games, it's starting to become like, oh, you didn't get the exact particular experience that you wanted, so we want we want all of our money back, even though we 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 took from you guys. We took from you, the developer, and like played your game. It also, to some degree, I feel like with gamers, is more vindictive as a system. People want to teach the developers a lesson. If you walk out of a movie you didn't like, you're just going, ah, shitty movie. But you're not that invested in it. But we also see that, like, this summer, the Ghostbusters movie was a a huge target. And when it did poorly, I think it was projected to lose somewhere between 60 and 70 million dollars. I saw articles about that where people were like, oh, thank God, this movie's going to lose a ton of money. You know, essentially taught them a lesson. Hopefully they learned their lesson, and it's like the the sequels were canceled. They're like, good. It's like, are you really happy that there's not going to be another Ghostbusters movie? I mean, there are always bad, you know, iterations of a franchise, but now there's we know there's not going to be another Ghostbusters movie, like, and there probably never will. Yeah, you know. Also, you put people out of jobs, and you're happy about it. Like, I can't understand that vindictive. I'm so happy something bad happened to the person who scorned me. It's like. What do they do? They've made a movie you didn't like. How is that scorning you? Yeah. Yeah. But consumers do have to be protected. You know, yeah, we yeah. They, they are they are paying their hard-earned money to do these things. Uh, I do and think there's do a res- cost more than a movie. And Truth. I think there's a responsibility that goes on the consumer base of like, you guys can look at trends and see how this stuff works and you can modify your behaviors. But one of the tools that they have is the ability to ask for a refund. Sure. You yeah. know, I mean, that is one of the things they have, but it can certainly get abused. Sure. But even if, you know, it could be one of those things too. Even if there's like a ton of abuse, uh-huh. 30,000 uh-huh. copies going away? How many copies of No Man's Sky were sold? Well, there's, yeah, there's still like 700,000 plus out there. Right. I mean. Just, and that's just on Steam. As a percentage of those people, like, I don't think they feel better, but if, you know, they feel they deserve their money back and they got their money back, at least hopefully they get to like, you know, even there. Um, you know, the, the, um, that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, then there's other people like us that just like, oh, it was a bad game. Maybe it'll be better on the next patch, you know, mm-hmm. and it'll it'll get better. Sure. All right, I'm going to read this, and then I'm going to get Eddie on uh, and get his solution to um, games and returns. All right. Uh, this episode of The Patch is sponsored by Movement Watches. I got my watch right here. It's a nice watch. Bernie, it's rose gold. Nice. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. Gold. I know, it's so pretty. Uh, finally, summer is here, and you know I'm on the lookout for some hot new gear. Well, Movement Watches is hooking me up, taking care of all my new summer style needs. Movement has new bands and new watches to totally get you ready, starting at just 95 bucks. That's the summer style that won't leave your wallet hanging. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to check out the awesome content on Instagram. You can see a whole bunch of different combinations of watches. With their classy design meets styled minimalism, Movement Watches are perfect for suiting up or going casual. Movement watches have tons of interchangeable band and color schemes that'll match your summer look perfectly. These watches look like they should be 400 to 500 bucks, but Movement keeps them at a the perfect price point starting at just 95 bucks. If you're as impressed as I am with my watch, then join Movement today. So, where are you taking your Movement watch this summer? Go to mvmtwatches.com/patch and they'll give you 15% off your entire purchase. That's mvmtwatches.com/patch. I actually do like my big girl watch. <laughs> I had like an old, old, old watch from like, you know, some random thing that I kept around for years with like no battery in it, just in case like someday I would be like good and like wear a watch. Right. When I finally got in the habit and it's like, this is my first big girl watch that I keep, that I keep nice. I, keep saying I was big so girl happy watch. about it. It's my big girl watch. Yeah, no, it, that makes sense. Well, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's not like some like random, like convenience store Or like watch, a baby basically. G watch. Yeah, whatever that is, yeah. Those like jelly watches back in the day that would like beep. I think that's what they were called. I they had were, a like, Tamagotchi, sp- so I don't know. There you go. 
but yeah, so I, I, I had Swatch. So that's still around. Eddie, get on here. So Eddie's solution to he doesn't he's not dealing with this whole like digital refund thing at all right now. And why is that, Eddie? I pretty much only buy physical games because I'm a weirdo. Well, didn't that's yeah. I mean you are a weirdo, but that's not the only reason you're a weirdo. There are a lot of reasons. A lot of reasons. Now, when you say you buy mostly only physical games, what kind of gamer are you? Console, PC? Uh, mostly console. Okay. I play quite a few PC games, but usually like Steam sales, I'm buying something cheap. I'm not buying. I don't like buying full price digital games. Do you manage to buy physical on PC very much? No, no. Hard. Like you can't really do it anymore. Yeah. So, so I mean, because you. You do it so that you can sell games later, right? Yes. Yeah. I want to be able to trade them in and turn them into more games. Down is that line. effective? Like when you, uh, the only place I know that does trade-ins is uh, GameStop, but then also now I think Best Buy is starting to do it as well. Yeah. Amazon too. You does, can oh, it does, back okay. to Amazon. Yeah. So like, what's the rate there? Like if you have three games that you paid full retail 60 bucks for, can you trade in three games and get one new one? It depends how quickly you beat it. Um, if you can beat something in about two to three weeks, you can probably get about 35-ish bucks back for it. Maybe oh, 40 so if you can. Yeah. Or more. Uh, more than 50%. And if you do like, there are a few things that'll like chain together. Like, oh, if you're pre-ordering like Battlefield 1, if you, anything you trade in, you'll get like an extra five or 10% for. So if you can beat something in like two to three weeks and then chain them together with a bunch of deals, I can tend to get like 40 to 45 bucks back for a game when I do it. And then I'll pre-order or get it like a brand new game not to get us too to. far off track here but yeah. you mentioned battlefield one yeah people are upset right now on on twitter that it's like down there's like talk down. about the battlefield one beta which went open to the public today yep. and the servers are down how that's unacceptable not unacceptable it's a beta yeah that's, that's what, what a beta what is, is. For. it's that's, not a demo that's yeah, what they're figuring out and, and it's if you're going to be an early adopter so it's like here we are on the spectrum right if you're in a beta and stuff goes wrong People are going to be like, of course, it's a beta. Yeah. You should expect that. Except they're not. What's that? They're People saying, how mad. dare they? <laughs> how dare this not be perfect? Right. So we know it's like there's a point at which you can enter the market with something where it's being lousy is acceptable. And, you know, in a beta or an alpha or something like that, or, or in the case of if you buy an early access game and it's labeled as such and you're like, oh, this game feels incomplete. It's like, well, you bought an early access game. That's what people <laughs> tell you. But when something goes to full retail, even though the, the product can change over time and get better, there is now, that's the point of delineation of which it is unacceptable. Although I think it is extending now to where people will give it like a week. In the case of Niantic and Pokemon or Go, they gave it like two and a half weeks. Or they'll give you more than that if you announce what's coming and when. Like if you can like lay out a roadmap that you're like, all right, we, these are the things we're going to add and this is when we're going to add them. People will be like, okay, you know, I know what to expect. I know right. it's coming. I know like I can be patient now. I think one of the big problems with the games that we've been discussing today is the lack of communication. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you think that if they had said right before No Man's Sky came out, like a week before, hey, this game is not going to have as many features as we said it would at launch, but we're going to add them later. Do you think it would have hurt their sales at all? Like, do you think people would have not I, gone out and bought the game on launch day that we're going to buy it? I th No. No, I think that for the hype on that one was high enough that mm -hmm. people were going to do it anyway. But I think that people might not have the sheer panic that's been going on. People yeah. were freaking out over the weekend. Someone said, oh, it, I, I went back to my first planet and everything was wiped. Like, all my discoveries were gone. Yeah, there's like... And then... Everyone like, went nuts about like, that. And everyone yeah. was freaking out. Like, oh my God, there's these articles saying, oh, there's a 40... Or there's a there's a two-week thing that'll wipe all your progress and all this stuff. And then the guy the comes back and goes like... Witch. Oh, he goes, no, I just had to like... I You know, it was like a server thing, whatever. It's all fine. It's all there. And people are freaking wow. out. But this whole time, the developer said nothing. I wonder right. too how many people you asked that are aware of the wiping of the found systems or whatever it is in No Man's Sky. How many of them are aware that that's not true? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people who got very upset by it, and a significant but portion of them. How many people missed the update that like the oh, retraction? That's not the case. Right? Yeah. There, nobody ever reads the retraction. Yeah, know? the narrative has like gotten completely out of their control. Like. Because they're not responding, they're not doing anything. And you mentioned like talking about features that weren't going to be in the game. He tried like the day before it came out to be like, guys, this isn't a multiplayer game, per he's, se. He's like, he's like, if you're going in for into this for like a whole multiplayer experience, it's like that's not what it is. But he didn't say no multiplayer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, think he tried a little bit, but yeah. I also think that the whole like the beta's down. It's a multiplayer game. Like it's a massive multiplayer game, and when you know overwatch first launched i think i sat there for 20 minutes spamming the a button <laughs> like trying to get into a server but i wasn't furious i knew that that was going to happen like this game is so hyped everybody's so excited for it 
No shit. There's it's so not. much demand. There's so much demand. Everybody's pressing A at the same time as me. Of course, it's not working. Perfectly. It's an A party. Yeah, it's an A party. So like the fact that someone is online going, eh, the Battlefield One beat is not working. It's a beta. Is that what? Is that what the like, like, that's that's internet? That's why like, internet voice. Like, <laughs> but it, it, that's what infuriates me. It's like okay, A, it's a beta. B, everybody's playing it because it came out today. So mm -hmm. C, shut up. And play it when it comes out. But you've been to that experience a lot. I mean, there's a lot of new young players all the time in the video game industry and in that culture. And they're like experiencing this for the first time. Like, this is unacceptable. But, okay, like everybody knows the great A press of Overwatch. Like, it's not a secret. If Even if you're a new gamer, you should know that if it's a multiplayer game, there's gonna be issues because it's not just you. It's you and a server and everybody else's server. So, like, get used to it. I don't know that. I never played it. It was a Team Fortress 2 clone, so I was like, fuck off. Bernie, oh you're god. dead to me. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god. This will be my last appearance on the patch. Yeah. <laughs> this will be Bernie's last appearance ever. <laughs> I really, it was another game where I played, like, I literally played one round of Overwatch. Played as Reaper, by the way. And uh, I was like, yeah, I can see where this is going. I really just, like, turned it off. And I was oh, okay, like, you played it because you love it too much. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I also do feel, uh, honestly, I do feel they are running the Team Fortress 2 playbook for that game, like, to the letter. But they're better. even doing the animated shorts for the individual characters. That's it's really interesting the the parallels between Overwatch and Team Fortress. 2. Yes. But they're doing it better. Fair play. Well, they're doing it. They're doing it. <laughs> they're doing Valve it. Valve is not doing anything with right. Team Fortress at True. this point. Yeah, it's like really I think the last gaming content that I can remember Valve putting out were those shorts for Team Fortress <laughs> 2. So, those were great shorts though. Yeah. yeah obviously. But not as good as the last bastion. Oh, yeah. oh, goodness. <laughs> well, animations. <laughs> anyway, so moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a I have an idea for returns. All right. Because I don't think two hours is good enough. I don't think the place the PlayStation's policy, their return policy is super weird. There's is um you can't have downloaded the title yet. So how and I think I, I think I get where they're going with that. Like if you were to download the game and then like unplug the PlayStation, go offline with it, play it as much as you want, and then be like no, I'm gonna return. They're trying to like maybe get around people gaming. So Sony's saying way. if you buy the game but don't download, but you don't download it, then you can get a return. Yeah. So I like you accidentally clicked A a bunch of times. Maybe it's people who changed their mind on a pre-order. It almost feels like if like, like you return something their mind, at a maybe. store as long as you didn't leave the store, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's kind of what that feels like. Yeah. You're about to walk so out with a bag, and you're like, that I think they're like trying the to create either. the equivalent of like opening, like actually opening the package. But I think your your metaphor is a little bit more apt. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like just hang out in the lobby of the mall and figure out if you like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> just, just look at the box. You just stare at their box and like. Nah, I'm good. And you like walk back to the store. <laughs> you, you like go to the cashier. You're like, I'd like this, please. And then you try and go, no. <laughs> or you just walk outside and you have your shirt. You hold it up, and somebody walks by and goes, "They said it was gonna have five buttons." And you're like, well, <laughs> refund, refund. I'm out. Not gonna work. So every game is different. A lot of games are different lengths, but every game has an idea of like this is how long this game takes to beat. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, why don't Developers set out like this is how like let's say Deus Ex it's gonna take you 10 hours So you've got two and a half hours to decide if you want to keep it go like 25% of the estimated time One it would keep developers from over inflating their like this is how much This is how long a game takes to beat and be like it takes 20 hours It's like great that means you're giving people five hours to to actually know if they want it then mm -hmm. Without getting so far into the game that like at this point like you've played it and you need to just like suck it up and either right. be, I mean, you can be unhappy with your purchase, but it's not a return at this point. Like, you've played the game. What do you think? What do you think about, like, a 25 hours? That doesn't work for multiplayer, though. It doesn't okay. work for multiplayer-only games like Overwatch. Unless you know, there's some people who jump straight in and play multiplayer for certain games. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're there. I'm always amazed when I'm in a Halo match with somebody, and the game's been out for two or three years, and you can look at their profile, and you see that they haven't completed the campaign on any difficulty level. It's like... Who, it's like to me it's like who are these people because to me it's like you play campaign yeah. and then you start multiplayer and you don't touch multiplayer to. until you finished every single second of campaign that's me in gta 5 i yeah. have maybe done one mission of gta 5 like the campaign and i do multiplayer yeah when but you I, couldn't have done that at launch no no yeah. you could not have done that at launch i did not buy it at launch yeah when i competed like when i was playing like rainbow six and splinter cell and halo I never played the campaigns because if I took time to play the campaigns, I was wasting my goddamn time. That's true. That is practice time. Yeah, That's and you true. could f you fall behind, but everyone else is developing yeah. their skills. Totally get that. Yeah, it was yeah. like the like constant panic. 
that's how I was really with Overwatch. But how do you <laughs> how do you judge games if it's like a sandbox game like No Man's Sky or like mm -hmm. Minecraft? Like yes, Minecraft has an end game, Ender Dragon, mm -hmm. Ender Portal, whatever. Mm -hmm. But what if you're just building shit? So most game systems like Steam, um, Xbox, PlayStation, they all have trophy systems now. Right. There, there's you know your uh, achievements, whatever you want to call them. It'd be really easy to go and say like you platinum this game. No, you don't get a refund. You yeah. platinum the damn game. I agree with Do you that. know how hard that can be? Yeah. But it might be like, you know, if you have like all the like bronze level ones or if you've got more than like 25% of something. I mean, you got to keep away, like you don't want developers gaming that system either. And then like unlocking 50 quickie achievements so that like you've unlocked more than half the achievements in the first five minutes and now you can't give it back. Achievement unlocked, you took a step. What would you think right. if you were playing a game and a screen came up and said, if you play the game beyond this point, this is where the refund You is. have forfeited your right to a refund. That would be awesome. It's like having to sell a game twice, though, because... Now you're, you're giving like, another like, opportunity. Oh, do I like this game? Yeah. I right, kind of like it. Kind of an yeah. opt-in as opposed to an opt-out. Yeah. yeah. But I wonder if, too... Uh, Nobody else in the world would do that, by the way. Like, you couldn't go into a restaurant to have a bite of food and go, do you this like it? Because if not, we if not, you If not, we'll clear it away right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can kind of do that. If you get, you know, a you steak that's back. not great, you send it back and they give you something else. Or you just say, no. I mean, See, you can't I'm just weird. I just eat bad food. I'm just like, well, I ordered it. It's my fault. I was thinking McDonald's. I was thinking, like, <laughs> they already have my money. I was thinking of a restaurant. I go to restaurants where they get your money first. I was thinking of, like, a place where you would actually, like, spend your money. Like, if we're equating, you know, prices of video games, if I'm sure. going to spend, like, 60 bucks on a good steak, if that's not cooked right, you I'm not eating it. You 60 bucks at McDonald's? You haven't lived. <laughs> <laughs> spend you 60 bought a thousand McDonald's. Send 60 bucks at Taco Bell. Talk to Jack. He's done it. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> He yeah. ate a thousand chicken nuggets or whatever he did. Okay, I would do that. I don't know what the solution is. I think digital products, it's one of the downfalls of digital products, which I like very much. I like them very, very, very much because I like the having my catalog everywhere. I love cloud saving. I love everything that comes along with it, but I fully recognize that digital products really mess with the value of the thing, not just from a refund standpoint, but also from like what Eddie does of like, I'm building an asset that I can then leverage and do something else with. These digital libraries we have, they don't have any kind of value to them. I mean, yeah, they just sit there when you're done with we them. Don't like even the get vinyl to put records. Them on a shelf yeah. and be like, yeah. look at all this. All this is mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can point to the screen and be like, look at that scroll bar, yeah, real small. Like, the the no resale value of my entire <laughs> music catalog that I own is worth less than one vinyl record because I have no ability to resell my digital music that I've bought. But if there was, if I have one like Who album on vinyl, I could sell it for five bucks at least, and it's worth more than all of my other music combined. If there's one feature um, about the Xbox One that I was very sad didn't make it past the initial furor. Uh, that's how you pronounce that, right? Fervor. 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 I, 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 I was like, where are we going? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, like, I got a German vibe, but I was like, <laughs> F-U-R-O-R, -R, not F-U-H-R. I, I think that's fair. E, whatever. Basically, um, Ashley's racist. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we get that. Hail Gaben? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the one feature that I wish had made it uh, through that initial, like, outrage was digital lending. And digital yeah. reselling because that was one of the things that they were proposing was basically like your game is like this is a thing and you can let you can give it to someone else to play temporarily or you can sell it and the and you know I totally understand people not wanting the always online system even though like my shit's always online anyway so it wouldn't have affected me either way that's not unfortunately the way systems are designed they're not designed around me more is the pity uh, <laughs> but I would have liked that system. I would have liked knowing that digital stuff is now just as valuable as a physical thing for, you know, on an ongoing basis. It's something that you own. You know, there is there is a part of video game culture that has died out, which is the concept of a video game trial, where you get the a first demo. level, a demo, yeah. right. You get the first level, you get some kind of sampling of the experience, and then you're like, you play like, all right, this is worth 60 bucks to me. I'll go off and buy it. Doom did very well in that model, you know, with the initial shareware, uh, version of their software that they had. But uh, would that work with something with like No Man's Sky? I would argue that if there was a trial out there for No Man's Sky where you could play through the starting system and maybe another system, as I understand the game, um, I bet people would still buy it. I bet they would. They would say they they would see that, they would have that, that experience, they would buy the whole thing, and they would still be disappointed, you know? But I think maybe we could see a return of trials. 
I would like to see it. I think that there's a reason that publishers don't do them. I think publishers have a lot more data than we do on conversion rates for demos to full games. And I think there's a very specific don't reason they don't do them. Don't you think demos, though, are betas now? Like that's well, that's why they don't bet- call them betas or yeah. demos. Yeah, I mean, and that's because <laughs> they can take them to away. To some degree, like, why I can see people being upset about the, this battlefield one mm-hmm. is because what's being called a beta now sometimes isn't. Sometimes yes. it's a demo that lasts for forty-eight hours, and then it's gone. I wonder yeah. too. Like you talk about the analytics that big publishers do, and I know we're running out of time here, but I wonder if there's a metric by which. They measure publicity and essentially hype, which you can't quantify. But I wonder if there is some kind of like, like way they analyze that where they say this game is now a f- this thing is way too hyped. We have a situation where this thing is gonna hit the wall when it when it launches. They have a big red button that they slam when it's <laughs> yeah. too hyped and the people hype start. Train. Yeah, the hype train. Put the brakes on the hype train. There is too much though. You Quick can reach delay a- it for two months. Yeah. Shit, it didn't work. <laughs> They're still hyped. Shit, everybody, shut down. That's I mean, what when you get a game like it is like when you get a game that's more popular, it's way more likely that it's gonna hit that wall. Like it oh, yeah. did with No Man's Sky. If No Man's Sky was like, you know, an early access game that people were finding on the scene, they'd be evangelizing it and telling people, oh, wait, you got to play this game. Wait till they add all these other features in. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, like, and like Pokemon Go, the reason why people got so furious with it is because everybody was playing it. And yep. it was like, it was this critical mass. And when it imploded, it imploded pretty hard. They need an anti-publicist. Every publisher needs an anti-publicist. So if it's too hyped, they release some sort of scandal. The opposite of a hype man. The opposite of a hype man. a new agency we can start up. We can be like, look, your product looks like it's doing really well. Too well. Are you sure you want that? Do you want us to? We fuck can help. You. We here. got you. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the anti-hype man for Mika over here. Yeah. Mika, you hype something. I'll be the anti. Oh my god! Overwatch is the greatest yeah. game ever. Yeah. Overwatch is so incredible. Yeah. I'm so excited to play it. Oh my god! I love all the characters. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just, just have someone <laughs> traveling around with developers. You see going. that guy in the background mm-hmm. all the time. Just. Mm. I broke the leg on the chair, by the way. <laughs> No. That's it's, <laughs> that's fine. It's not on the spot chair. I think I, like, it was already it was already broken. <laughs> but so I feel like either there should be an anti hype man for all developers, or someone should develop black market, but like for digital age, so like someone can patch your Xbox, so you can go in like some mm-hmm. secret back room and resell your games. Nice. But only you have to like put on a black hood when you do you it. Yeah, you have to like wear a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> You want to buy a digital game and it's like a screenshot of your game <laughs> library. I don't know. I feel like that, that there should be a patch of some sort because I did like that feature that got taken away of you can resell your games that are digital because maybe we don't have all the shelf space that some people do and can buy only physical games. Um, but I would like that option. Yeah. Don't you think? And I, I think that we either need to fix returns, mm-hmm. either they, are, they need to become something that makes sense for but consumers. But what is the solution, Ashley Jenkins? 25%. 25%? 25%, 25% of the game. No of, returns. Of game. After you played 25%, no returns, ever. that's like. Splash screen warns you you're at 25%. Point of no return? No, I think that um, it's the kind of thing that can come up on a store page or whatever. There are sites out there where you can easily crowd. Um, crowd mind this sort of thing, crowdsource. Mm-hmm. Um, How Long to Beat is this awesome website where I look up games to figure out how long I can expect it to take to beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take the average out of that. Take 25%. Here's here's why, what I see happening. Going... Here's what I see happening in that environment. Yeah. That this is your experience of how games would operate. It'd be like, this game's incredible. Uh, wham. <laughs> this game is awful. As soon as you cross that 25% part, then the levels get way more simplistic. Everything's like, oh yeah, let's do this. Then but two Master hours Chief isn't like, the solution yeah. either. It's all like E3 smoke and mirrors for like the first 25%. Be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> people program to that 25%. At level. exactly 26%, everything gets like 8 bit. <laughs> and it's just and like, what's fuck you. What's 25% of No Man's Sky when there's a quadrillion planets that you can explore? 18 quintillion. With I'm your sorry. friends. There you go. Turns out it's like two and a half Atlas stones oh. <laughs> or whatever it was. What? It's 255 <laughs> planets. How can you be disappointed with, in a game you're not playing? I mean, I'm going to return it anyway. With 255 additional variables, but like the base is like 255 types of planets. What happened to Quadrillion? Here's what I'm going to do. I haven't even bought No Man's Sky. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to return No Man's Sky without having bought it. See if I can get my Wait, money what? back. I'm going to try that. I'm going to like call Steam and say, I want my money back. For <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about it. You owe me sixty bucks. If you do that, because everyone's bitching about it and it's taking way too much of my time, sixty bucks. If you do that, I will record it. 
I'll call Steam right now and do it. It's not a game <laughs> return. Give me 60 bucks. It's, it's an experience return. Like, you owe me 60 bucks worth of people talking about this game. Fuck you. Where's I'll just my money? read this guy, like, forum posts until he makes <laughs> like, okay, fine, 60 just take bucks. the game. <laughs> it's, like, not even from the developer. It's, like, Boy, from his pocket. Started. He mails Bernie some, like, $60. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gifting it to you right now. <laughs> Section 5, the environment. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> All right, so now that we've solved all of that problem, yeah, we've solved refunds, and and Bernie's got sixty bucks, <laughs> extra sixty bucks. Um, it's about time to wrap up. Do you guys have like any final thoughts on how this can stop being a problem? People need to stop being entitled. Stop pre-ordering. Really? You think it's it's on the consumers? You bought this thing. It's not. It's 100% a hundred percent on the consumers. Like I said, I bought those two games that I didn't like, but they weren't for me, and so I didn't bitch about it. Suck it up, Buttercup. Not suck it up. There are certain situations. I think it's it varies. I think it varies in the situation. If the game promised the moon and it gave you a cheese sandwich, by all means, defend a refund. If the game promised you the moon, it gave you the moon, but you didn't feel like the moon. You were feeling more of Jupiter that day. Yeah. Suck it up, buttercup. All right. Um, I'm in suck it up, buttercup. I've, what? I'm in suck it up, buttercup mode. Yeah, this is you like buy something you don't like it. Implied risk. Yep. Well, I, I only played an hour of a game. I didn't like it. I paid full price. I don't try to go get my money back. I just I'm like, oh, I made a bad, <laughs> made a bad purchase. That's <laughs> how I felt about Doom. I, I hated Doom. I do think it's important for people to become smarter consumers. We mm -hmm. are in a very pre-order heavy culture. Publishers want you to pre-order games, so things are marketed very heavily beforehand. Day one is like the day that matters. Uh, but that also doesn't give you a lot of time to read a lot of reviews and, and other like user reviews and word of mouth. So I'd say if you're not ready, if you're not ready to commit the money forever, don't buy day one. Yeah, First just wait of all, for a don't, sale. Don't pre-order, don't buy day one, be content with day two or day three. However, I think there, you know, need to be, there needs to be something else in place for, for returns. Another solution I've seen proposed is like, as you... Um, the more time you spend in it, the less money you get back. Ooh, I like that. So you can get partial refunds. But if you spend... That sounds like almost like the, like what he was saying with the resale model. Yeah. Kind of bakes that in. You know, if you do it fast enough, you get more money for it. Yeah, I would be Gently fully on board used. with that. Like, um, you know, every hour you're in 10% of the money is down or whatever. You, like, you, that's an amount that you don't get back. Or combine your two ideas. Like, after 25%, the timer starts going down. Okay. Well, here's the thing. There are only four of us, but there are a lot of you. So um, I, I think it's a great idea if you guys like leave your ideas. Somehow we're going to solve this <laughs> together. I'm getting pretty and hyped about I'm going to take all the credit <laughs> for it. So <Nope. laughs> I don't know. Bernie the anti-hype man. A, it's a great subject for discussion in the comments. Yes. We have smart commenters. They're going to solve this problem. I would love to see a marketplace in which people can sell games they've already purchased, but they have to sell them to other consumers. That way, people who waited and were smart say, oh, "I'll buy No Man's Sky from you for thirty bucks." Sure, Absolutely. I'll buy. I'll buy Day Two because you, you're disappointed horribly in the game, and then it's like you know, it it gives a kind of a free market solution to it. That said, um, one thing I would also like to see with used digital sales, and this is a probably maybe a bigger discussion for another day, is I'd like to see some portion of the income go to the developers because that's something that game resellers do not do now. Yeah. Yeah. Is, well, is the platforms will definitely take money see. from it. If you have digital oh, yeah. resales, they will make money from it. Steam makes a lot of money. From, or Valve makes a lot of money from Steam and every little thing they sell. Absolutely. Hats and cards and tchotchkes. But again, that's a story for another day. So we'll be back next week talking more about video games. Uh, and if you're a sponsor, you can look forward... Or uh, f Sorry, Rooster Teeth first member. Uh, you can look forward to a post-show where we will be continuing our discussions exclusively on the Rooster Teeth website. Other than that, we'll see you next week. It's going to be incredible. Incredible. Yeah, it'll be okay. <laughs>